So good morning, Ghibli. Welcome to see everybody. Um, my name is Phil. I'm, I'm part of the um, leadership team here, and I'm sounding a bit like a Dalek at the moment, but I'm sure that'll change. We're in a series at the moment, um, joining with our churches around the world in our family of churches, regions beyond. And um, I was, as, a, as we were worshiping, I was praying and um, I was kind of saying to God, well, you know, I've got some stuff to share, but um, what, what do I need, what do I need to like share from the offset before I, I get going and get into it? And this, this thing called church only works properly and well through relationships. God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit in perfect relationship created the world to have relationship with God. And, and church only works through relationship. Now, I think we've, I think we've got it wrong somewhere on the line in, in, in some quarters because everything that we do is about relationship and your leaders or the leaders that we have in church are only your leaders because of relationship. We don't operate outside of that. Yeah, we, we carry authority, spiritual authority, but it's not authority that's lorded over you. It's authority to protect you. And, it, and it's all done through relationship. And when we step out of that, when we don't have relationship with one another, and we don't love each other deeply, we get into spiritual abuse and, and, and people being beaten up and people being hurt. And we can't have that. And so I absolutely love the way that Regions Beyond um, works together in partnership and in love and in, in relationship to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. So if I'm, if I'm part of the leadership team here, what am I to you? I'm your servant. I'm a brother from another mother, yeah? But I'm also a servant. I'm here to serve you. And that's our, that's our heart. That's because Jesus was our servant king. That's why Paul always starts his epistle. I, Paul, servant of Jesus Christ. And so, why am I getting emotional? Because I love the church. And I love that we get, to, and we get to do relationship with every tribe and every nation and every tongue. You know, like, sometimes it feels like some parts of the church have, like, you know, a greater, but, and I'm sorry when that happens, but the truth is, is that we are co-equals in Christ. We're co-equals in Christ. And whether you're, whether you're a, a, a church meeting under a tree in, in, in Malawi, right? Or whether you're in a, in a great cathedral 
There, you, you, there is no greater or lesser. We're part of the body, and we're, we're on a mission together. And our mission is to take the gospel. Dan finished off last week with, uh, I, I brought to our attention 2 Corinthians 10, 15, and 16. This is where we, we get our name from, regions beyond. 2 Corinthians 10, 15, and 16 says, sorry, I didn't give you the scripture, it's, it's fine. Um, but our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activity among you will greatly expand so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. And so regions beyond, as, as a mission statement, as a scripture, a founding scripture, we, our heart is to go. Our heart is to go to the nations. Our heart is to be part of the big picture. And that's sometimes really hard for a, for a local church because we do so much, like, locally. And we're, a lot of us are very invested locally. But we've got a call to go. And regions beyond, we're a diverse family of churches joined in apostolic partnership. And what I want to talk to you about this, this morning is, just for the next few minutes, is this apostolic partnership. What, does, what is apostolic and what is partnership? And, and, and how does it look? What's the whole point of the partnership? What's the whole point of the apostolic? The whole point is that the gospel needs to go to the ends of the earth. As was prayed this morning in the prayer meeting, you know, Jesus said, go and preach the gospel to all the earth, and then the end will come. I don't know about you, but I'm, I would love Jesus to come back like now. In fact, it would be amazing if he, he came just before I got to the end of the preach. Um, I would love it that Jesus would come now and wrap it all up and, and we would be taken to be with him and so and he would wipe every tear from every eye. There'd be no more crying, no more pain, no more sorrow. Death would be swallowed up in victory and it would end. Come, Lord Jesus, come and take your place. Don't you long for that? Or are you too attached to this world? I wonder. I'm not. I'm ready. I'd go now if I could. Because it's... Cause <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would. And so we've got, we've got this gospel to proclaim. We've got the gospel to proclaim here in Hull to the people around us, to our neighbours, and that's why we need to be not stingy in buying two tickets for a fiver for City Carols. And um, please invite your friends to Alpha. There's still time. Um, and you just share Jesus with people as you come across them. You know, that's what we're supposed to be doing. But it's so that the gospel would go forth. And the reason the gospel needs to go forth is that God wants people redeemed, restored, born again, added to his family, added to the kingdom, taken from darkness and into wonderful light. I was once lost, but now I am found. Who, who relates to that? You were once lost. Yeah. And now you're found. You were once were in a very safe place, if it's truth be known. And now you are in a safe place. You've been established. Your feet have been set on a rock that can't be moved. You, you, you're in a place now that you wasn't before. And off that place and out of that place and in this relationship with one another and in partnership with the rest of the world, we can take this glorious gospel, encouraging one another 
to make a difference in the world. We are making a difference in the world. We're the greatest family. The greatest family all over the world now in different parts, in different contexts. There are people meeting in the name of Jesus to proclaim his name. There are people right now receiving Christ for the first time. There are people that are being delivered of demons. There are people that are shouting praises to his name. There are people that are being transformed as they come under the preaching of the word, but probably not here. Um, Philippians um, 1, 1 to 10. We're going to, so if you've got a Bible, if you want to get into the book of Philippians, we're going to look at some of the things that Paul says, and then we're going to look at what it means for us to be part of this apostolic partnership. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi, with the overseers and the deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at that day of Jesus Christ. It's right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and the confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how I yearn for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, apostles, writing to the church in Philippi, and Philippi was um, established on Paul's second missionary journey. If you read the book of Acts and the epistles, you can kind of work out that, you know, Paul went on several journeys, and, and um, on the second journey, he um, we're going to look in, in a minute, but he gets called into Europe for the first time. Before then, they were in Asia, and um, he gets called into, into Europe, and they establish um, the church in Philippi as one of a few churches in the um, Macedonian region. And Paul is writing, he's, he's writing to this church, this church that he has a special fondness for, a special love for, to encourage them in this apostolic partnership, that they are, they are together, that, he, that even though he's not with them, he loves them, he has affection for them. Acts 16, 6 and 10. And they went through the region of Hardward and Phrygia and Galatia, having been forgiven by the Holy Spirit to speak, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they come to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysia, they went to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night, a man from Macedonia 
was standing there urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately he sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that God had called them to preach the gospel to them. It starts with God's will and the apostles' call. Who are the apostles? They're just people. They're just men, and, men, men like you and me. They're just human beings. And they're called to go and plant churches to take the gospel, to proclaim the good news, and to strengthen the church wherever they go. Paul and Timothy were um, apostles like that. And they noticed they said, they write in their letter to God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi. Like, not just, not just like a relationship with the, you know, the leaders. The relationship is with the church, with everyone. Like, everybody is included. And then the, the leaders get kind of like a second mention, you know, together with the overseers and the deacons. And when, he, when he's talking about overseers and deacons, it's the same um, like we have here, you know. So we have deacons, you know, Jason and Kath and Lauren and Sue are, are deacons in the church. And we have overseers. The, the word overseers is sometimes translated elders. We have elders. So Dan and, and Mark and, and myself. And, it, you know, that is the, that's the kind of like the structure that they're, they're building. And the apostolic team is there to, in, in relationship, encourage the church, but also be sent. An apostle is a servant. They're not an overlord or a manager, or a CEO, or, or somebody that is speaking and telling them what to do. No, it's not like that. It's relationship. It's relationship. Everything is out of relationship. Everything is out of love and the love for Jesus. The word apostle was a common word in Roman times. They, the Romans were, um, would send apostles to established the values and the, um, you know, the, the ways of Rome as they went into new, um, new tasks. And an apostle is um, never ever mentioned in isolation. It's always in partnership. Philippians 1, 7 and 8, it's right for me to feel this way about you since I have you in my heart, whether I'm in chains or defending or confirming the gospel. All of you sharing God's grace with me and God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. It's an incredible call, an incredible gift to be able to um, have that affection for many places and many peoples and many churches. Um, for some of us, it's, you know, we, we, we get focused on the local, don't we? And we find it hard to maybe be interested in, in other places. But the apostolic calling is that you do have that. I was really reminded of that when Steve came back the other week. You know how he's, he's so focused on Birmingham. Like really focused on Birmingham. I mean, like they're doing great work there and planting multiple churches. He, he's been sent as an apostle. You know, he's, he's a sent one. He's one that's gone, he's, you know, he's, he's gone. But he's also got such affection for Jubilee and for each one of you. You know, and so seeing him come back to strengthen us and encourage us and to be here to preach, the, you know, a, a great message 
and, and to encourage us in prayer. You know, it was, it's wonderful, and it was such a great picture of how the apostolic works and how that partnership works. And in, in turn, we encourage Steve, and we support Steve. We pray for him. We, we encourage him with messages. We encourage him with um, greetings. We encourage him by serving him where we can and how we can. And so it's a partnership that works together. But he's the one that's gone. He's the one that's been sent. We all share in the advance of the gospel through the relationship. Jubilee's vision is to make Jesus known in Hull, um, the rest of Yorkshire, the UK, and the ends of the earth. And that, again, only makes sense if we do it through apostolic partnership. We, right, we're, we, we're not going to affect the whole world as Jubilee on its own. In isolation, we're not going to do that. But, but with this apostolic partnership, as we partner with Regions Beyond, as we partner with the other churches, as we work together, we're having such an effect. The other week, we took an offering from Pakistan. That, that gift is going to be a real blessing to the people there. That's part of apostolic partnership. The work that's going on in Malawi that, you know, we support and that we um, have been speaking into, that's making such a difference in, in Zomba in, in Malawi. That's apostolic partnership. So everything we do um, is out of relationship. And as we join with the apostolic, we, we're actually a part of all of these things. So although you, you're sat in Hull at the moment, you're, you're part of what's going on in Lesotho, and you're part of what's going on in the in Philippines, and you're part of what's going on in Dubai, and we're, we're all part of all of that. And I guess the desire, or, or my desire, and our desire is that you, as individuals in Jubilee, would embrace that and, and take hold of that more. Am I making any sense? That you would, that you would um, find out, you know, we've got this wonderful thing called the internet, Tinterweb, yeah? And you can, but you can connect with so many people now so easily. And wouldn't it be great if we were known as the church that is always, you know, encouraging and, and sending um, messages of love and, and prof prophecy and um, that we were a blessing church, which we are. You, you guys are incredibly generous, incredibly um, loving towards the nations. We carry the nations in our heart in this church. And we, we, wanna, we want each of you to be a part of that, to build relationship. You know, like, so, you know, um, Carl might have um, suddenly have, you know, like a real sense that he wants to partner with people in India. You know, and we can, and, and like Mel's there at the moment, isn't she? Mel's gone off to India, and I'm sure she's going to connect with people. And so there's like that, that link and that prayer that's going on for India. And, you know, and it, it's wonderful. But we need to give ourselves to this call and this partnership. We need to give ourselves to it. Not just the local. We can't just get like, you know, like focused on, on Hull. Because although we need to focus on Hull, but we also have to have one eye on the nations. 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 5. We want you to know, brothers, about, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. 
For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For you gave according to their measures, as I can testify, and beyond their means of their own accord, begging as earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And this not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord, and then by the will of God to us also. These churches that were in, a, in a, an impoverished state begged to be part of the giving to Paul so that they could advance the gospel. They, it says they gave beyond what they were able to give. They went further than they were, they were able to go in the natural. And they, they, they did that to extend the kingdom in other parts. The Macedonian churches were in Philippi, in Berea, in Thessalonica, and Corinth. Um, and Philippi was like the, the one church that were, you know, Paul really, really like connected with. And they, as a church, as a group of churches, were involved in serving the others. And as we do that through regions beyond, what we're going to see is we're going to see, like, you know, gospel advances, more people connect and share and serve and love and release. I was really amazed when I first um, started to hear about regions beyond how a, a church in Lesotho took up an offering to help Chester Street Church get planted. And I thought, you know, like Lesotho is a really poor place. It's like not got money and I wouldn't have thought that the churches there would have had a lot of funds, but they, they took up an offering which was sent to the UK to help Ali and the team plant Chester Street. And I thought that was just so beautiful. You know, it's so beautiful. To, to, it's, it, it, it isn't the amount. The amount's irrelevant. It's the, it's the heart. It's the, the essence of that, that these people would sacrifice of their needs to give for the advancement of the kingdom. So I want to ask you a question. Have you understood that partnership? Have you understood what that partnership would mean for you? Well, it means that you need to look beyond. Are you willing to surrender to God's purposes? Because once you, once you start to pray for a, um, a different nation or you start to build relationships with other people, um, you know what happens, don't you? you know, it can take you off. Into, you know, like I, I, I had no plans to go to Malawi. You know. I had no plans to go to Latvia. Um, I've not had plans to go to a lot of places I've been, if I'm brutally honest. But God's taken me to places, and it's been, and, and it's been wonderful. So how do we participate in the gospel advance? How can we, how can we take hold of that? Well, number one, we, we take ownership that this is my call. Everybody say, this is my call. If you're part of Jubilee, and I guess you are, then this is your call. We're called to Hull to take the gospel to Hull, but we are collectively as a, as a family, and everybody's included, every man, every woman, every child, we're all called together to work together to take right, the gospel to the ends of the earth. And so we will always be about that. That's, that's our heart. And then we're also called to give. And again, it's not about the amount, it's about the heart. You know, we give for gospel advance. And you're a great church, you give amazingly. And we can also not only give corporate gifts, but we can give 
personal gifts. We can bless people with our finance. We can, we can send money to people. So easy with Western Union just to ping off a few quid here and there to people that you might come across at maybe at a Regions Beyond Conference or maybe a, somebody who comes here or whatever. But sometimes as you, as you hear a need, as you see a need, you can send money and you can, you can bless people with your finance. We're going to be taking up our offering in a few weeks' time for the Regions Beyond and we're looking to you know, get $300,000 um, worldwide to help people that are moving continents and moving nations to take the gospel to new places. You know, wouldn't it be great if we, could, if we could give generously into that? It'd be amazing. And prayer. We need to be praying for the nations. We, you know, in the 8, 8.30 prayer meeting on a Sunday morning, we, we often get the map out and we pray for different parts of the world. Because we know that when we pray, things change. And also when we pray, our hearts change. As we pray for other nations, our hearts change towards that nation. As we build relationships with people from different parts of the world, their richness and their diversity and their, their culture rubs off on us and we become richer ourselves because of it. You know, I sometimes feel like I'm the richest person on earth because I have so many friends in so many nations and I, I learn so much and I get so much encouragement from them expressing and telling me the things that they're doing. Yesterday morning I was on, the, I was on a, um, a phone call with, with Brown who's in Malawi, who's um, one of the leaders there in, in Trinity Church, Zomba. And he was saying, you know, um, inflation's gone up again and it's, you know, things are really, really bad. Um, people are starving, people are struggling. You know, you can't, you can't buy just like the basic things from the shops. It's just too expensive. So what we've decided to do is we've decided to um, set up some businesses. Sounds familiar, Dan, doesn't it? We set up some businesses to raise some money so that we can do like the kingdom stuff. I said, oh, Brown, that's wonderful. Love that. What, what are you planning to do? He said, well, um, we're going to buy a field and we're going to grow um, food, vegetables and maize and stuff, and we're going to give that away to the people. But we, we're thinking of some other businesses. And then he was like, we're thinking of doing something with what we've got. Well, I said, well, what have you got? He said, we've got a PA system and a video projector. I said, oh, that's great. What are you going to do with that? He said, we're going to show football matches and charge people. <laughs> I said, Brown, that's a great idea. Everybody in Malawi loves football. He said, yeah, and we can do drinks, can't we? Outside, we can do like bottles of Coke. And so they're actually, as a church, now going to be setting up like a, a football cinema um, in Matawali. I'm not sure how it's going to look exactly, but they're going to charge people like, I don't know, um, 50p or 60p to, to get in. Then they're going to sell drinks. But you know, by doing that, I'm sure they're going to build community as well as raising money. I'm sure they're going to be a blessing to the community. And so... I think as well, like apostolic partnership looks a little bit like that, that we, we encourage one another, that we um, affirm one another. And, you know, you can do that stuff too. You know, if you don't know Brown, you can easily get in touch with him on Facebook or WhatsApp. He'd love, he'd love to hear from you. Um, our friend Susan in Malawi also, it was her 50th birthday the other week, and um, we sent her loads of messages, and she was so blessed. She was totally like in tears, the, the amount of people that were saying, hey, Susan, we love you. You know, um, it's great to hear that you've made it to 50. Well done and all that. And, um, and she says at the end of um, a, a, a reply to us, she said, 
don't, don't wait till, till my birthday to send messages. In other words, she'd so enjoyed the encouragement, like hearing from all these people blessing her. And uh, I don't know about you, did you, I mean, I love getting encouraging messages. Do you get, like, getting encouraging messages? Like when WhatsApp, when somebody like, sends me a WhatsApp saying, you know, oh, Phil, you really blessed me today with what, something you said, or, um, you know, thanks for um, serving me in this thing, or whatever, whatever it is. You know, um, I get really encouraged, and, and she was like really highlighting that. So um, I, would in, I would encourage you to encourage. Um, get involved with the nations. Don't, you know, don't obviously encourage one another. Don't stop that. Um, and it may be that some of you will get sent. So you might get sent um, for a couple of days or a week or two on mission. Or you might get sent forever. You might. You could get sent forever. You don't know. God might suddenly quicken your heart and make a way and, and you know, when you thought that you were going to be staying in Hull for the rest of your life with your family, um, you know, nice cozy lifestyle, God has other plans and he sends you somewhere, somewhere else. Could be the USA. Could be to join our brothers and sisters in the Philippines. Could be to India. Could be to Africa. Who knows? Could be to Birmingham. You know? Could be anywhere. But be prepared that as we participate with the apostolic that God can move you on and you could become a saint one too. And our reward from being involved in that is that we get to hear all these amazing good news stories. We get to learn new culture. We get to be, experience the gospel in all of its um, wonderful brilliance and you know the gospel in in a different context is is just so different from ours but it's wonderful it's like like the, the guys in Malawi were like they didn't have any power during the day so they, they decided to turn their PA, PA system on full whack right when they had power at sort of like 10 o'clock at night and they they worshipped through the night I don't know what the neighbors thought but they worshipped through the night and I think six people came out to tell them off and got saved I mean it was it's brilliant I love all of that. Like, why didn't I ever think of that? So apostles are sent then by God to advance the kingdom and encourage and strengthen the church, to plant churches and, and to encourage them as they go back. How does it work in practice? It works in practice that we have relationship. Apostles are not a, a government structure that come here and tell us what to do. That's not the way it works. The apostle has, Steve has relationship with us. He doesn't come, he doesn't come to Dan and tell Dan, right Dan, you need to be doing this better. Right, or Mark, what are you playing at, lad? And Phil, are you sure that you're, you know? He doesn't do that, that's not, that's not the heart. He comes um, in relationship to encourage us and to encourage the church. And we, in turn, love him esteem him, listen to him, and take advice. We submit to him out of our love for Jesus, but we don't, we're not under structural, heavy, nasty authority that you see in some organizations. That's not the way it works. The apostle comes to appoint elders and deacons. When, when I was appointed elder here, it was an, um, an apostle that came. 
Trevor Payne, yeah. You know, came and prayed and laid hands on me and, and laid hands on Mark at the same time, I think, if I remember, and, and some of the deacons as well. So the apostles come and um, appoint. When we're looking at who to appoint as deacons and elders, they come and they spend time with the people that we're looking at and they, they build relationship with those new people. That's, that's their role. They come to encourage and build and edify and lift up the church. In the UK, we, we look to uh, Tony Hall, we look to Steve Witt, we look to Simon, um, who have all, um, well, I don't think Tony's been here, but Simon's definitely been here a few times. Um, and I wonder, when, you, when you're looking at the way that church is here, I wonder, if it, and you're reading the book of Acts, do you see that it's so like what the book of Acts represents? And I think that's what we're trying to do, isn't it? We're trying to... We're trying to live out the kingdom. We're trying to live out what the word of God and the, the way that they are, the way that they were in the, in, the old, in the New Testament is the way that we want to be. Would you all stand? If, you, uh, if you've got children, uh, you probably need to go and collect them if that's okay. Obviously, if you haven't got children, don't go and collect anyone. That would be bad. As we're going to um, as we're going to worship, I think it would be remiss of me not to um, just invite God's Spirit to come. And um, as we are all so um, wonderfully diverse and individual, God will speak to us in in lots of different ways, won't He? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time together. And I pray, Lord God, that you would come. Come, Holy Spirit, come and rest upon us and come and speak to us now. And I pray, Lord God, that you would affirm the calling that's on our lives and that you give us fresh vision of what it is you want us to do as we, as we partner with you, as we partner with this body of Christ here at Jubilee and as we partner with regions beyond and the nations of the earth I pray God that you'd come and speak to us Lord put nations on our heart put people on our heart put um, kingdom advance apostolic advance upon our hearts in the name of Jesus and show us what, what part we've got to play what is it you're calling us to do Lord what are you calling us to do in this time? What are you calling us to do, Lord? Let your spirit come, Lord. Let your spirit come, Lord. Let your spirit come. Just reach out to him and just, just speak, speak to him in, in whatever way you speak to him and just ask him to show you in Jesus' name.